Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now this next issue is one that affects probably millions of people across this country. And it's the issue of long-term care. The maze of confusion and challenge facing families and seniors living alone, trying to access and survive in the long-term care reality. It's not easy. My guest is Karen Cumming. Uh, Karen is actually a former producer of this program. It was a, sounded a lot better when she was producing it. It's true, isn't it? <laughs> it's true, isn't it, Karen? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd hate to say one way or the other, Roy. I think you sound wonderful no matter who produces you. Thank you so much. Karen Cumming is the co-author with her sister, Patricia Milne, of The Indispensable Survival Guide to Ontario's Long-Term Care System. Now, Karen was the producer on this program, also one of uh, the best news reporters I've known in my career. And uh, even though the book is about the long-term care system in Ontario, what you're facing across Canada is pretty similar, like our health care system. It's a maze and it's a mess. And the book, again, is The Indispensable Survival Guide to Ontario's Long-Term Care System, Karen Cumming and Patricia Milne. All right. So, you talk about, and your, your mom was, what, 98 years old? 98 years old. That's right. So, I mean, when you're 98 years old, you, you need help. And, and, and families try to find help for their, for their loved ones. And that what you're run up against is going to be something that you're going to face at, at some time because... The clock doesn't stop for anybody. Now, you, exactly. t- you, you talk about um, knowing far too little about how the system worked when your mother first became ill. Karen, I haven't got a clue how the system works. <laughs> and I suspect most people are that like that, right? Problem. I mean, know, the- we knew absolutely nothing about how the system works. And we also knew that we couldn't possibly be alone in that. Why? Because no one teaches you what you need to know. We didn't even know what the acronym LIN stood for, Local Health Integration Network. Never mind what they were supposed to do to help us. We, we kept expecting someone to hand us a colorful brochure that explained it all. And we thought that surely someone would take us under their wing in a meaningful way and guide us. And that just does not happen. We had no idea how a waiting list worked, how to choose a facility, what happens once a bed is offered. And, you know, as, as you say, this is not unique to Ontario. People across the country are experiencing similar frustrations with systems that are flawed, bed shortages, funding shortfalls, staff shortages, you name it. So uh, what, what was your mom's situation that required her to get the long-term care? Well, our, our mom, in October of 2018, she was living in an assisted living facility in Grimsby. And uh, one day, just, you know, it hit us like a ton of bricks came out of nowhere. She couldn't walk anymore. And if you can no longer walk to the dining room for your, your meals every day, you cannot live in assisted living because the PSWs, the personal support workers, are not allowed to help you walk. 
so that was the day that we had to contact the men to ask for a care coordinator to come out and do an assessment of our mom. And that was the day that our education began because, you know, we were a couple of deer in the headlights. We knew nothing about how things worked. And that was the day that we, we uh, learned about a, a crisis list. Our mother was put on the crisis list because uh, when you are put on that list, you are put at the head of the line ahead of everybody else uh, for a bed. Um, it doesn't necessarily make things easier, but, you know, it was certainly something that we had to learn about. And there were so many things that we just didn't know anything about. Talk to us about some StatScan numbers that you have. Yo, you bet. Um, I, I found this really interesting. StatsCan tells us that there are actually more than 2.4 million people aged 65 and older living in Ontario right now. That's a lot of people, more than 2.4 million. How many long-term care beds are there? 79,000. Oh with a God. promise of 15,000 more in the next five years and a further 15,000 in the five years after that. It's still only a total of 109,000 by the year 2030. And I think most people would agree that's not enough. But that's a different conversation. Yes, the system needs to be improved. But the real issue is that we're not paying attention to the system that we have. We're not understanding the importance of being proactive and prepared. The system we have now isn't going to change anytime soon, so we have to change. We need to educate ourselves and learn what we need to know in order to help our parents and ourselves in the best possible way. So, Karen, what are some of the things that uh, you and your sister should have known, could have known, or if you, if you had known, if, if the brochure had been available? Sure. And it isn't. What are some uh, of the things yeah. that would have helped you? Well, it is now. <laughs> it is now. Well, you've got the book, right, of course. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, the first thing that we would have done, uh, we would have done our homework. We would have toured the, the long-term care homes. Uh, in our in our area so that we could right. have made an informed decision about the best place for our mom. Uh, you know, it sounds very easy on paper, set up 10 tours, but in reality, we were too overwhelmed and exhausted to even think about doing that. We were in the middle of a crisis situation. Uh, so instead, we relied on the photos that we found on the websites of these homes, as well as on the opinion of someone we knew who works in healthcare, who had at least seen some of these places, and then we just filled out the paperwork and said a Hail Mary. So the lesson here is don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Start preparing now. You know what's stunning to me? I'm going to go back to something you said about two or three minutes ago. 2.4 million people in the province of Ontario. 2.4 million. And there are only 79,000 chronic care beds, long-term beds available. 2.4 million 79,000, and they're planning another 10,000 beds over the next 10 years. God knows if they'll get... 30,000. If they'll, if they'll appear. Hmm? Another 30,000. Another 30,000. Right. Okay. So another 30,000 to 109,000 beds, and God knows what the number is going to be of people who require long-term care in the next 10 years. Or maybe exactly. you know. But that's, that's, that is, that's alarming, and that's why, we, that's why you have situations where hospitals are filled with people who have chronic care problems or need long-term care, but there's nowhere to, for these people, I don't want to say to put them, but there's no place for them. And that, that's another um, situation that a lot of people are really unaware that is going on. A lot of elderly people who go into hospital for treatment, once they're released, if they need to go into long-term care, very often they're staying in these hospital beds for months on end because there isn't a long-term care bed available. 
Uh, it's uh, it really is uh, a, an urgent situation, and something needs to be done about it. So, as you're researching your book, the indispensable survival guide to Ontario's long-term care system, as you and your sister are researching, was there like time after time after time? Where you did an oh my god, I didn't know this all. Oh Roy, so many times did we do an oh my god. I mean, I've lost count of how many times we did an oh my god. Uh, it was only after our mom passed away that we discovered that there were resources buried online, documents that our tax dollars had paid someone inside the system to create but are so buried under layers of red tape that you'd never be able to find them. It was one of the most frustrating things that we've ever encountered. I'll give you a couple of examples. You can actually access a pretty decent pamphlet on the placement process that would have been so helpful to us, but no one ever mentioned to us, much less tell us where to find it. You can access what's called a profile page for each home online. It lists simple information like the address, the phone number, but it also gives you the number of basic, semi-private, and private beds in the facility, as well as the number of people on the waiting list, which is a really use of, uh, useful piece of information to have. Some of these places have hundreds of people on the waiting list. You could wait years to get in. You can also access the complaints that have been registered against these homes and the inspection reports done by the province. No one ever told us that these documents were accessible online. You know, that's such an important point because we've heard news stories, and I don't want to tar everybody with the same malignant brush, but there are residences, long-term care facilities, where people have been very, very badly treated, uh, criminally treated, and again, I don't want to tar everybody with the same brush. So you, you want to have a, the opportunity to know about these places, but you tell us this information. So if I were to go online and I'm just hunting around, pecking around, trying to find something, and maybe I don't know my way around the Internet all that well, I'm not going to find it, right? You'd never find it, Roy. I, I felt like we were sent down the rabbit hole so many times looking for information. We couldn't find it until we realized that, you know, if, if you have someone who can actually, you know, hold your hand and show you how to find it, it is there. Uh, hang on, Karen. We're going to come back with uh, Karen coming in just a moment. Uh, she and her sister have written the Indispensable Survival Guide to Ontario's Long-Term Care System. When, when Karen contacted me and let me know about the book, I was just started to think immediately, there must be so many people in the province of Ontario and right across this country, and we broadcast in Ontario, going east to, to west, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and British Columbia. This program airs in five provinces. Uh, there must be so many people across the country who right now, today, are dealing with a tremendous amount of frustration and concern and financial challenges trying to find a long-term care facility for a loved one. And imagine if you're alone, and increasingly, seniors are alone. We know that statistically. Uh, you're alone and you're trying to fight this maze by yourself. Not a good thing. Karen Cumming is my guest. Co-author, you, you, you must be glad that you're rid of my stupid humor, eh? I love it, Roy. Oh, come on. <laughs> Karen and I worked together on this show for a number of years, both in Toronto and in Hamilton. And uh, as I've said, she's also a remarkable news reporter and uh, then went into the teaching profession, and with her sister has written the Indispensable Survival Guide to Ontario's Long-Term Care System. 
And uh, one thing I'd like to ask you to do again, Karen, because I know people listen to, uh, and I know how I listen. I listen to what's being said, and then I think, wait a minute, what did they what did, what, what did they just say about that? Because that's something that I'm particularly interested in, or it affects me particularly. And I think where we're going to be uh, needing to go back to is what is the process from going from a care facility where your mom was, and I'm it's amazing that lo- that it personal care worker is not allowed to help somebody walk. Good Lord. Um, but what's the process from getting where to where she was to where you needed her to be? Well, uh, our mom was put on what's called the crisis list, which means because she couldn't walk, that for her own personal safety and security, she needed to be in long-term care quickly. So once you're on the crisis list, it is up to you, and the Lynn will tell you this in no uncertain terms, Crisis or no crisis, the onus is on you to go and tour the long-term care facilities in your area so that you can put together a list of, of homes that you would be happy to have your parents live in. The issue is that nobody tells you this before you're in the crisis situation. So I'm sure there are some people who have the foresight and the vision to actually be prepared, but that wasn't us. So um, uh, ultimately, however you do it, you have to write down a list of, we wrote down five facilities that we would be happy to have our mother um, live in. We later expanded that to 10 in a bid to try and get placed more quickly. Mm-hmm. So once they, uh, a bed is available, and you know, sadly, someone has to pass away before a bed becomes available, they will call you and offer you the bed. If you accept it, you have five days in which to move there. If you refuse it for any reason, they take you off the list for three months and you have to start all over again. And a lot of people don't understand that. And, you know, there could be any number of reasons you might refuse the bed. Um, you know, there are many as many reasons as there are people. Of course. But, you know, that was just an example of one tiny little piece of information okay. that I think a lot of people are unaware of that really makes a big difference so, in the process. So we have about two minutes, uh, two and a half minutes left. You want people to know they're not alone. Why? What makes that important? And, and, and what's some of the self-care advice that you give? Sure. Well, you know, there were so many times when we felt very helpless and very alone, even though, you know, technically we weren't. How many people have gone through this experience? Mm -hmm. We want people to understand that they're not alone, that we have been where they are, and that is the reason why we wrote this book. It is the survival guide that we never had. So we, we tell, we give people a lot of tips and a lot of pieces of advice. Um, one of them certainly has to do with self care, looking after yourself. Um, keep hanging on to your sense of humor. It's so important. Uh, keep, keep laughing, even through the worst of it. Um, and help, help your parent to keep laughing through the worst of it as well. Um, uh, we, we got permission from that great Canadian philosopher, Red Green, to use his most famous line, keep your stick on the ice. That is so important. Um, So self-care is a very big part of of the advice that we have for people. Other advice, just very quickly, um, uh, write everything down. We bought a spiral-bound notebook and wrote down every conversation we had with any health care provider or any Lynn representative, and it was a godsend. Document everything just like a project manager would. Ask good questions. Don't be afraid to question authority in general, which is something that you have every right to do on behalf of your parents. I'm so glad you wrote it. Uh, I'm sure it's going to help 
all sorts of people across uh, the province of Ontario and, and beyond. And I thank you for coming on, Karen. Thanks thank for joining us. Thank you so us. much, Roy. We just want to quickly mention that it's available in paperback and digital versions on chapters.indigo.ca, amazon.ca, Kindle, Kobo, and Smashwords. All right. The Indispensable Survival Guide to Ontario's Long-Term Care System, Karen Cumming and Patricia Milne. All the best, Karen. Thanks so much, Roy. We appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Uh, thanks for having done this. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.